Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now, we all know what hedgehogs look like and we all feel familiar with them, having first encountered them perhaps in early childhood storybooks. But the truth is that their numbers are plummeting and the only time we are likely to see them is probably squashed on the road. But how many hedgehogs are really killed on our roads? I spoke to Lauren Moore, who is leading research at Nottingham Trent University, into just this issue and what might be done about it. Uh, Lauren, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So perhaps if you could just start off by saying exactly what was the what is the remit of your PhD? So my PhD at Nottingham Trent University is all about looking at the impact of roads on hedgehog populations in the UK. So we want to find out whether local populations are at risk of local extinction because of roads, or perhaps what contribution roads are playing to the ongoing and very rapid declines of hedgehogs in the UK. Right. Okay. So I'm curious to know how you go about working out how many hedgehogs are killed on our roads. Is is this just um, a bit of a sort of a grisly survey that you do or do you have other ways of doing this? Yes, it's, it's definitely not the most pleasant way to, to be researching an animal. But what I do is I drive a standardised road survey route every other day and simply look for look for hedgehog roadkill. And when I find it, I'll stop, I'll, I'll have a look at it and record the location. And this tells me both how many hedgehogs are killed on roads and also where they're killed on roads. Right. Okay. So you've actually come out with an estimated number for how many hedgehogs do you think are killed on the roads each year? What what is that number? So in the UK, it could be as high as up to 335,000 hedgehogs. And actually, that's similar to um, other findings found in the Netherlands and Belgium, for example. Okay, and that surprises me that so many, given that I think it's estimated that there's only an estimated one million hedgehogs in the UK. So that's like a third of hedgehogs killed on roads every year. Does that surprise you? It does. It does. It's really quite staggering. And considering that they have so many other threats against them at the same time, it really puts roadkill on our radars and it shows that we have to do something before it's too late. Indeed. So the question is, what then? What what can be done about it? What needs to change? There are several things we can do, both at the local scale and the wider road network scale. So, for example, we could include road tunnels in all our new builds. And this just allows hedgehogs and other wildlife to have that safe passage across the road. It stops the fragmentation of all the landscape for them and allows them to move freely to access the food and other resources that they need. Um, But on a local scale, one of the best things we can do is really enhance our gardens and other um, urban areas. So, for example, having wild areas in our gardens with shrubs and brambles and logs and putting out food for them. So whether it's um, dog or, or, or cat food and really importantly, it's having holes in our garden fences to allow the hedgehogs to get in. Um, we can make our gardens as wonderful as we want, but if it's like Fort Knox and they can't get in, then then there's no use. So I yes. definitely recommend checking out um, a campaign called Hedgehog Street, run by the People's Trust for Endangered Species and the British Hedgehog Preservation Society, with a whole range of fantastic ideas on, on how we can help hedgehogs in our gardens. Okay, that sounds like great advice. I mean, here in St. Albans, um, there's one organisation who are there putting up 20 mile an hour signs with a little picture of a hedgehog on. Um, Do you think this kind of thing could help? 
Well, that's really, really great to hear. And I think it's so important to have this, this wider awareness, really, that if people are driving around at night, they are conscious that hedgehogs will be around and that they are crossing roads. So just to, to look out for them a bit more and drive, drive a bit slower is really great because it does give people and the hedgehogs more time to react if they come across another. But it will be dependent. Uh, the success is dependent on people actually adhering to these road signs, which changing driver behaviour has always been a really difficult thing to do. Indeed. Um, well, we do hope the rest of your PhD goes well. And perhaps if you get any more great findings, we'd love to hear about them. Lauren, thank you very much indeed for sharing that with us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Lauren's research is continuing and she's now looking at which hedgehogs are most likely to be killed on roads and which hedgehogs, if any, make use of facilities like hedgehog tunnels. Now, I mentioned the 20 mile an hour hedgehog signs that are popping up in St Albans. They're the work of the Wildhood Watch, coordinated by Nadia Bishara. I spoke to Nadia. Nadia, thank you for joining me. So do tell us about your Wildhood Watch hedgehog signs. Where did the idea come from? Well, really, it was just from seeing hedgehogs being killed on our roads. Um, and of course, it's brilliant now that we've got this evidence from Nottingham Trent that um, it's actually happening and it's happening on a really large scale. I mean, it's it's awful news, but at the same time, it's important news because it backs up um, what we, we have actually been thinking, that we desperately need signs and we need people to have more awareness of um, hedgehogs on the road. Okay, and are these signs proving popular? They are. People people do like them, but I think they like them, but I think they don't understand the importance of them yet. So that's why I'm really excited about this research, because I'm hoping through this we can uh, make people more aware that this is actually an urgent problem. And we have these signs here. And if we, enough people put them out in their front gardens, it, it really may make a difference. Yes, indeed. And of course, um, we can only put the signs up in our gardens and they've got no legal standing as such, but they are great for awareness raising. So can anyone get a sign off you and and how much do they cost? Um, They do cost £10 because that's what it's costing us. And then um, also uh, my husband, Stephen, has been buying posts so that people can put the signs on a post and that costs £5. Um, right. Anybody can contact us and, and get them and Stephen will, if, if needed, will come and help uh, put them up for them. Right, indeed. And it has to be said, they're very easy just to just, just to screw to a fence or something like that, aren't they? So so really not to. You don't need to be a great DIY expert to put them up. No. Um, so um, our Worldhood Watch members, are they actually finding hedgehogs in their gardens? It's all very well talking about protecting hedgehogs, but if there are not any hedgehogs there, of course, there's no point, is there? No. Um, yes, we have um, 12 Worldhood Watch streets now and, and it's growing and I, I think there are pretty much sightings on every street. So they are still, thank goodness, they are still really common in St Albans and, and we're doing our best to protect them. Um, yes, so these these signs are definitely needed. We definitely have hedgehogs around here. Well, that's really good to uh, really good to hear. Um, so just thinking, say, for instance, we've got an hour or two at the weekend. Just give us two things that we can do in our gardens right now to help hedgehogs, even if we don't see them, just in case they're there. 
right? I think the biggest thing is access. Um, hedgehogs travel at least a mile per night searching for food. So it's really, really important that you have some um, a gap in your fence um, that's at least 13 centimetres by 13 centimetres so that your hedgehogs, if you have them, can actually have a- access to your garden. Um, so that that's probably the most important thing. Um, and then also just communicating with your neighbours about whether they have holes in their hedgehog uh, in their hedges or fences as well, so that um, so that the hedgehogs are able to access the garden. Um, and then the the other thing would be um, just making sure your garden's safe. So um, making sure you don't have any little bits of plastic or maybe some chicken wire kind of lying lying about. Just making sure that there are no obstacles that perhaps um, that hedgehogs could somehow get tangled in and get into trouble. All right. Well, that sounds like some great advice and something that we can all do. Nadia, thank you very much indeed for sharing that with us today. That's fine. Thank you very much for having me. Do check out the Wildhood Watch website for more information about those hedgehog signs and a whole lot more. Now, at the brunt of hedgehog welfare are rescue centres like the London Colney Hedgehog Rescue. Run by Esther, the so-called hedgehog lady, she has about 50 poorly hedgehogs in her care at any one time. One of her helpers is local actress Jill Priest. Jill, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So do you see many hedgehogs that have been injured by cars? Well, interestingly, they're not the biggest casualty in the rescue. I think basically because if a hedgehog comes into contact with a car, their survival rate is pretty low. And so what are the kind of injuries that that you're seeing if they're not road traffic accidents? Well, hedgehogs have the ability to get into all sorts of scrapes. Mostly it's to do with just contact with humans, just in gardens, netting, other animal attacks uh, by foxes, dogs. They can fall into drains, all sorts. Okay, so actually cars are obviously a big problem for them, but they are facing quite a lot of problems there. So Mm. at this time of year, hedgehogs are starting to hibernate. If you find a hedgehog in your garden, and should you worry that it's not hibernating? Right now, no, because it's really quite mild still and it's been very wet. So actually the food supply is pretty plentiful. And it really takes cold snap to trigger hibernation in hedgehogs. I mean, some are hibernating now. It tends to be that the the bigger and fatter a hedgehog, the earlier and longer it will hibernate. Because, you know, if you've got fat reserves and food is hard to come by, why not sleep throughout the winter? I think I would. <laughs> Indeed, I was going to say, that sounds like a very tempting option. Mm. So how about how about for the skinny little hedgehogs? If you find a hedgehog in our garden and we're thinking, oh, that looks very small, mm. should we worry about that? Well, again, right now, probably not, because there are a lot of what we call the autumn juveniles around. So hedgehogs have more than one litter a year, and the litters that are born around August, September will still be out there now, but there's still plenty of time for them to put on weight. So, you know, baby hedgehogs can put on about 10 grams a day at the moment. So if you're seeing a little one now, and by little we mean below 450 grams, you know, in 10 days time, that 450 gram one will be 550, which will be fine to see it through the winter, hopefully. 
So if you're seeing small ones now, the best thing you can do is actually just put out a bit of food and help them. Okay. Um, and what kind of food um, would be suitable for that? Well, ideally just cat biscuits, actually something like Tesco's or Sainsbury's kitten biscuits are perfect because they're, they're quite cheap, they're small, they've got quite good protein content. Just sprinkle a handful into the shrubs and the hedgehogs will root those out. You know, taking small ones into rescues, I, I know a lot of people are very eager to sort of look out for the little ones at the moment, but they're best left where they are right now. Though sometimes the well-meaning public can take them out of the environment where they're actually best left at the moment if it Indeed. I mean if we're talking late November or mid-December and it's freezing cold and the, the ground's hard and you see one that's less than 600 grams then that's when it might need help okay so no need to panic at the Don't moment just leave the, the hedgehog like it is <laughs> No, yeah, indeed. Yeah. And the London Colney Hedgehog Rescue, are, are you very busy at the moment? And are you in need of help? What can we do? Always busy. I mean, she's pretty much full to capacity now. And this is before the winter months have even hit. She's always looking for practical support in terms of actually cleaning out the hedgehogs. So she has a, a number of volunteers who, who go in and, and clean out every day. She's now a charity and relies totally on donations. So you could either donate help financially through her Facebook page or website. Or she also has an Amazon wish list, which has got a lot of the um, supplies that the rescue needs. Quite a lot of people do it as a sort of Christmas present, which is nice. Well, uh, you've mentioned the Christmas word now, and uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that is a smashing idea. Jill, thank you very much indeed for coming and sharing all that with us. You're welcome. I was talking there to Jill, who volunteers at the London Colney Hedgehog Rescue. And Jill wanted me to add that if you find a hedgehog out wandering around in the daylight, now that is a cause for concern. Hedgehogs are naturally nocturnal, so being out during the day usually indicates that something is wrong. And hedgehogs definitely don't sunbathe, so any lethargic hedgehog out in the day, you should definitely be concerned. Now, as Jill said, the London Colney Hedgehog Rescue would appreciate your practical or financial help particularly as they are already at full capacity this year now another local hedgehog rescue hornbeam wood hedgehog sanctuary in harpenden and they would appreciate your help too Um, they too are supported by donations but also by the proceeds of their online shop where you'll find all sorts of hedgehog related goodies and hornbeam would also point out that we should be mindful of hedgehogs on bonfire night they say that they rescue lots of hedgehogs that have sustained bad injuries from bonfires. It really is a thing. They really do get hurt. Now, they say that you should rustle the bonfire and listen for noise before you light it. Even better, light your bonfire the same day you stack it up. Or if possible, you can also relocate the bonfire if it has been sitting around for a while. And this will ensure that no hedgehogs are nesting inside the bonfire. That's an awful thought, isn't it? Now, in addition, Hornbeam Wood are looking for hedgehog fosterers. Um, They say the hedgehogs going to fosterers are underweight hedgehogs, which can be cared for during the weight gain process, leaving them additional room for the more serious hedgehogs injuries and all the fostered hedgehogs are released back into the wild in the spring next year once the cold season has finished and the hedgehogs are at a safe weight so do take a look at the hornbeam website for more information about that 
Another good tip is don't leave your Halloween pumpkin out for hedgehogs to eat. Apparently they do have a sweet tooth and will eat it, but it's really not the kind of food that they should be eating and it gives them diarrhoea and certainly doesn't help them fatten up for the winter. So no Halloween pumpkin for hedgehogs. And if you're looking for any hedgehog-related ideas or advice, then head to hedgehogstreet.org, which is also home to the big hedgehog map, where you can not only see how many many hedgehogs have been sighted in your area but also register your own sighting to help researchers get a better idea about where where hedgehogs are still to be found. Now, if you missed last week's show, then do head to radioverulam.com forward slash podcasts to find out how just by filling in a short questionnaire, you can help save Simon's Hide and how it's not too late to sign up for discounted solar panels with the St. Albans Solar Streets scheme. And there's plenty of other podcasts there from not just Environment Matters, but all the other Radio Verulam shows as well. Now, it's always good to hear from you. Get in touch via Twitter at rv underscore environment or follow us on facebook um, on the environment matters page or drop me a line on amanda at radioverulam.com perhaps you've got a comment about the show about the hedgehogs or you've got ideas that you would like me to cover now i'm going to be back at the same time next week until then take care of yourself and thank you for listening